Yeah, I just just wanted to see how you kind of got into visiting locations because uh, you seem like you're you're the, the guy for that. Yeah, so I um, I was always interested in where things were filmed. I um, just wasn't able to you know travel to them when I was younger. In college, I really uh, really just got obsessed with just movies in general. And certain movies, I'd be like, that's obviously not a set. Like that's somewhere. I wonder if that building is still standing or if that gas station is still there. So I would look them up and, you know, it would be like an example is the uh, baseball field from um, Field of Dreams. I was like, where is that field? I wonder where they filmed this movie. And then it's like, you look it up and it's, it's like, it's, it's a museum pretty much. You know, you can go and play baseball on that field. And another one's the Exorcist Stairs. I was like, that's obviously a real place. Where is that? Georgetown? Like I go up to DC for shows all the time. I can, I can visit those stairs. And um, that's what started it. So every time I would visit uh, a new city, I would look up what was filmed there. And I remember me and my friend, we drove across country to Portland, Oregon from Virginia, where we went to school. And we made a day trip to Seattle. And I was like, well, I got to go see some Cameron Crow stuff. We went to the apartment building from Singles. And I think that's officially my first location visit um and that was in 2012 sweet that, that's so cool yeah we, we actually lived in portland for a while yeah we oh, just, really yeah yeah we uh we moved there in 2016 well i did joe was there a little before me but um yeah we were there for about three and a half years mm-hmm. yeah i love that city so much uh, we were staying with um like a band that's from there and we had met them after a show and, and we were studying music business. We were like, man, we've never been out of time to them before. And he was like, why don't you come stay with us? We we're like, okay, we'll do that. Yeah. So we, we made the road trip and uh, we passed through a bunch of states that now I'm like kicking myself. I didn't stop and see like the Sandlot locations in Utah and stuff like that. But yeah, otherwise it was a great trip. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what school did you go to in Virginia? I went to Radford, which is not oh, yeah, the yeah. most well-known uh, school. I mean, some people know it from like basketball tournaments and stuff, but um, we're like 20 minutes from Virginia Tech. That's what we always say. Gotcha. <laughs> I know exactly where that is because my sister-in-law went to Virginia Tech, so I know the area pretty well. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was going to go there, but I decided to uh, study music and Sweet. the guys that from, from my high school that went into music, they went to Radford and had a negative opinion of their music department, which probably you know it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but right. for whatever reason, it's that way. So, so well, Blacksburg is an amazing place. Oh, Blacksburg is so awesome. Yeah. Um, were you in a band then? Is that what you were saying? No. Well, I was in like orchestral ensembles and stuff okay. like that. So I was, the way ours was, I was a music major with a focus in business, but I still had to do like the general music stuff. So I played the trombone and that was like my main instrument. Wait. Then I would play euphonium and stuff in the ensembles and jazz band and everything. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, cool. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, Joe's a musician as well. So he, yeah. Oh, nice. Playing the bones. That's awesome. Um, yeah, now I'm living in Nashville, so it's like a completely different oh, kind of music scene around. So cool. I just had two friends move there, actually, like last week. Yeah, it's a, it's a happening city. It's like Portland from a few years ago. Totally. You, make a TV show, you make a TV show about a, a city, and it's like it blows up. Right, right. <laughs> I went to a, so I went to school in Savannah, Georgia. Um, I don't know if you've been down there um I, yeah i've been to savannah but not since i was a kid i just okay. it's somewhere i want to revisit i, I think it's beautiful it's, it's awesome man you definitely love it um it's a little smaller but it's super cool mm-hmm. uh, yeah nashville is so cool though i'm sure there's a lot of locations out there have you gotten a chance there's to a, explore a little bit yeah there's a few things um 
I've been trying to, I've been thinking about doing some pop culture stuff, but there's just not a lot of like paparazzi here. It's kind of understood that you just leave celebrities alone around here. So you don't see, and you know, like classic country albums, it's like them in front of like a, one color in some studio where they took like a picture. So um, I'm sure there's pictures out there of Dolly Parton walking around mm-hmm. or, you know, whoever, but I just haven't found those. Movie-wise, there's not much. There's the okay. Green Mile Prison, which is actually like a couple miles that way. I just got hit by that tornado last year. If you guys saw that to me. Oh, so, gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah, only part of it though. The main part is still standing. I just don't know if you can go over there anymore. Um, Percy Jackson filmed the scene at the Parthenon here. And then uh, the movie Nashville, the Robert Altman movie was right. filmed here. But it's just so different now. Like in the past 15 years, downtown looks completely different. So you can't really match up a lot of stuff there. It's so hard when that when that happens. I feel like, has it happened to you, you know, kind of on your adventures? Like, have you like been to a location and it like doesn't look like, you know, what you think it looks like? Yeah, not too much. Um, that's why I actually started doing video because I want to mark like the exact locations, even if they look completely different. You know, in Nashville, some of those scenes, you couldn't even stand in that spot because there's a skyscraper there or something. I don't know. I haven't done enough research into that one because it's so different. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. It's just going to be really hard and a long process. But um, yeah, that's one of the reasons I started doing videos because things that don't exist anymore from like classic films, like my first video in the heat of the night, there's a few big scenes where the buildings don't exist anymore. But it's like, I've got to find those. So I, I found all these old aerial shots and train yard maps and stuff to be able to figure out exactly where it was. And, you know, they're so different now, but at least it's like marked in history where that scene was filmed. Right. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm curious just because I've, I've sat next to, Joe while he's like doing research into finding some of these spots and it seems like so so spotty into like how you can figure out like where it is like a street view is super helpful but like yeah like do you what, what's your like process for going about like like oh I see this scene in a movie it's got to be somewhere then you start like figuring out doing the research like it's so different it's so different for each one um I mean as you guys know some are really easy like we did Groundhog Day earlier in the year Mm-hmm. The town has has a map they give you, and you can yeah. just walk. They're all in the same spot. So some of those are easy. In the heat of the night was a really hard one. I had to get creative finding that. Like, mm-hmm. that's the first time I used aerial photography or, like, old train maps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, if I can't find something and it's a more obscure movie, like, one example is Spectacular Now. It's, like, one of A24's first movies, and I just loved it. It's got um, Shailene Woodley mm-hmm. and Miles Teller in it. And her house in the movie, I could not find. I found everything. I found that little waterfall they were at, if you guys have seen the movie. Um, I found, um, you know, like the school and everything. And that just came from like high schools in Athens, Georgia, because I knew they filmed it there. So I would look at each high school and be like, well, that kind of matches. And then when we went there, I was like, okay, yeah, here's the exact spot. But I couldn't find her house. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to look on Reddit, see if Athens has a subreddit. And then I'll just put the screenshot on there and ask if anyone recognizes it and some guy was like yeah I walk down that street every day uh it's here and that's how I found her house and I did the same thing with um 12 years of slave locations there's a park scene at the it's not the beginning of the movie it's a flashback uh when he's like still in New York and it would just look like a like a generic park 
I had no idea where it was and I couldn't find any info online. And so I went and asked the New Orleans subreddit and they were like, yeah, you can see Loyola peeking out over the trees in the background, <laughs> like a building I hadn't even noticed. So, yeah. That's crazy. Asking, That's the, crazy. asking the community is a, is a really helpful tip. And then also dig through old newspapers. But I'm one of those guys that like finding the locations is one of the um, like best parts of it. It's like, you know, yeah. Eureka when you find that spot, finally. Like remember the Titans, perfect example. I knew that they shot all the houses in a certain neighborhood. So I was digging around. You can see the house number on Denzel Washington's house. And I was digging around in there. And every number, I think it was like 142 or something. Every house, because if you look on Google Earth without the, uh, I forget which setting it's on, but it's just colors. It's not like the actual Earth view. It'll tell you the house numbers on each little box that represents a house. So I was looking for that number all in that neighborhood and I couldn't find it. Finally scrolled you know, down on my uh, newspaper source to like the second page. Didn't go far. No, <laughs> um, finally, scroll down to like a news article from 2000 or 1999 or whenever that mentioned the street name where they shot his house. And I'm like, well, okay, I got the street name. I got the number. And it was like this eureka moment. I finally found that one. And that was one of the locations. It's like, I've got to find that or else I'm not going to make the trip, you know? And, um, it, it would be great on the app to be able to show like that proof as well, you know, and from, um, let's see, it's a movie that's been done a lot, probably like Back to the Future or something. You know, if you had everybody's, you know, like Adam the Woo, uh, Scott on tape, all those guys, like all their videos, that'd be a cool, you know, source to, to get like, you know, if you're obsessed with that video, you want to see each guy's version of it, mm -hmm. at least like as a viewer, that's how I feel. What I love doing with that is submitting the locations because that's how I want my channel to be. It's kind of like a like a travel show. Like, hey, this is how you get here. That's why I put all the addresses on there. A lot of guys don't do that for one reason because they don't want to like disturb the owner by sending a bunch of people their way, which I get. Right. Yeah. But um, also because some people are kind of protective over the locations that they found, which I don't get. Like, if you've hit that spot, then why not share it with everyone? So. That's what I love about the app is submitting. Though I haven't done it enough recently. Do you do you think like um, like like I know you said like you know part of the fun is like figuring out where they are and like there's going to be way more locations than we'll ever have. But like, is is that like part of the fun or like if if you just were able to like pick out like like hey I'm I'm going to Nashville today I see that there's like you know five spots I want to hit like would that take the fun out of it or would that you know, Not, I think for me, that's a huge part of it. But I don't think for the general, because it seems like this is a very niche thing. But yeah. when I find like old locations in newspapers from the 80s, 90s, they talk about like how tourism has boosted in that town or whatever because of that movie. Like people have been doing this. It's only now with like the internet that we've all kind of found each other. And so it's a big deal. And the way that I was back when I went to Seattle, that's how a lot of people do it. They say what was filmed in this town. And you can probably find like a Wikipedia um, page that'll say, okay, this was filmed in Seattle. This was filmed in Seattle. It's not going to tell you specifically the location. And so I think for like the general public, that's not as deep into it. That's what it's perfect for, but also as a time saver, you know, like if I didn't, if I know I'm going on a business trip or something, which I, I wouldn't do with my job, but if I happen to go on a business trip, um to austin and 
it came up like a week ahead of time, that'd be the perfect use for it because like I have to obsess over the movies before I go there and map them out. But if I don't get the time to do that, I need some kind of source. And that's where like movie-locations.com comes in handy. That's where Onset app comes in handy. When someone's already done the legwork that I do still use that often. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's part of the fun where, you know, if, if it's a movie you're super into, you, you realize you want to take a trip and you're like, okay, dope, I'm going to do the legwork for this. But like, you know, maybe if it was just like, Hey, I'm just going here and I just want to see what's there. It would be good to have that kind of, as you said, like a reference almost. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people do that um, from like looking at Google trends and stuff, anyone going on vacation these days, well, not anyone, but you know, just a lot of people, whether they're doing it on social media or not. I mean, think about the Hocus Pocus house. Like if you go look that hashtag up on Instagram, mm-hmm. you're going to so. see like so many um, people trying to get those Instagram likes from uh, Max Dennison's right. house. But um, yeah, they, they're not the people that were kind of like watch through and say, okay, where's this scene from? Where's this scene from? Where's this scene from? It seems, sounds like, you know, it, for you anyway, because you're probably one of the more people who like, you know, I get into this movie, I want to go find the locations, but like, and that, that would almost be like, like power, power community member who's like contributing mm-hmm. back. There's probably also the like, you know, the like lurker who just, you know, might want to see what's out there without having to put too much effort in or like, Hey, I'm going here. Yeah and i want to you know go see the hocus pocus house where is it um so. i think there there is more people that do it that way you just don't hear as much from them and i'll say like the ones that i really dig into are kind of obscure like i've mapped out this uh my favorite movie from 2019 was a hidden life terrence malick movie mm-hmm. that was filmed um in italy and like, there's just no way like anyone would map that out. So right, I just right, spent right. like hours on Google Earth seeing like, is this building situated right? And all this stuff and found a lot of it, found like some Italian articles, had to translate them. Oh, cool. Um, so I, um, I like doing that, but it's more so for the obscure movies that I'm really, really in love with. Like Spectacular Now, I would put that time into. Back to the Future, it's been done so many times that I would probably just find a map, you know? Yeah. That's really good to know. I mean, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I think both of us, like, I mean, first of all, love your page and love your content is because you do that. And I feel like that's something like that I like to do as well. I just don't have the time right now to do it, but Mm -hmm. um, because I work in video production, so I'm like an editor and producer. um, So like, I, I want to make more content, but I just don't have the time to do it right now. And that's. Yeah. Editing is such a time suck. Yeah. I remember the Titans video. It was like two straight days, like 12 hours of just outside. It's not even like professional quality or anything. It's just like everything you want to add in there, mm-hmm. but not be too um, boring, I guess, is the right. word, or lack of better word. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few like that uh, that I'm just like, all right, I got to hit this. No, one's else, no one else has hit it. Well, Groundhog Day, everyone's hit, but mm-hmm. – um, like Miami Connection, I really love those movies that are so bad that they're good. Um, yeah, those are I've fun. been <laughs> I've been wanting to do Miami Connection for like a couple of years, and then Adam the Wu just posted one like last week. Dang it, he's got the yeah. same shirt that I had that I was gonna wear in the video, <laughs> the uh, Dragon Sound I, shirt. I know, but I mean, you know, we all do it. Every, everyone, you know, needs an update after a while because that video is gonna be old in five years. You know, might as well yeah. Yeah, five years or whatever. And we want to, we would love to just like help promote, we just like love to help like 
I don't know, send it around and share it. Cause we love, you know, we want other people to see it. Cause we, we think it's fascinating. We think other people in the community would love it too. So. How did you guys uh, start? Like, so you're working in video production and you're working in software development. What, where did the movie tie in come from? I mean, I guess with editing. Yeah. Yeah. I've just always been a movie guy since I was a kid, me and Joe, like we actually known each other since we've been like two, we've been neighbors. Um, yeah. Grew up together and then we moved out to Portland together. Um, and I've always been a movie guy. I've always wanted to, you know, work in video production, work in movies and all that. And Joe's like always been there kind of like, yeah, he's down for whatever. So he's down to watch mm-hmm. anything, even the most obscure movies I make him watch. He's down. So um, I, when we were out in Portland um, for my birthday one year, um, it was like five of us, I think we flew out to Sonoma County and went to the screen locations and the birds locations in Bodega Bay. Oh, nice. Um, so the trip was kind of dedicated to that. Um Mm-hmm. and that was kind of like I had this idea for a while and I was like I want it like I have a spreadsheet as I'm sure you do or you have something for your database of locations but and mm-hmm. I had this big spreadsheet of places I've been to places I want to go to and this trip was basically like I mean this is fine I can look at my you know phone for google docs and just like type in the address but like it would just be easier if I could just click something and tap something and it would just take me to you know whatever and Joe was like oh I think I can actually make that and I was like okay I'm no designer, yeah, I, but I'll come up with I, a basic concept and then we'll hire eventually. That's so right now, one of our friends, the other guy in the podcast, Jesse, he, he's a designer. So he's doing the whole new design of everything and making it look good because I did the basic design and I'm not the designer. So <laughs> yeah. When, when I saw Joe had this like huge, I, I, I always knew about his spreadsheet and I was just like, like I was going through that and I was like, you know, it's like thousands of, of rows here. Like you should really get this in a database somehow. And because like that, that's my brain. It's like, you know, yeah. like I we used to like watch uh we do like movie nights and stuff growing up. And like Joe would get me into all these, like he's a big horror guy, and like I wasn't at the time, but he got me all into it. And uh I yeah, so I I love watching movies, but like I also have that like tech brain where I'm like, dude, you gotta do something with this. Like just yeah. having a spreadsheet for yourself, you gotta share this out, man. Mm. and uh so we, we decided to especially last year when not a whole lot was going on like work for me actually slowed down quite a bit so i was like i got some bandwidth let's let's try and make this happen um so we did so i think we started in like april and we launched in june so um yeah. took us some time oh, nice. but, yeah but so i think um but i i think like one of the that's about I think that's that's probably around the time that I found you guys. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, great. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like we when we were out there, we're like, oh, we should definitely try to make this a thing. And I think it was, I mean, originally it was just like for you know, for me, I was like, this is just a tool for me. But then I was like, I would love to meet other people in this community because like I just think that's so fascinating. And I think, you know, I love you know, everyone who's into this is definitely into movies as well. So I could mm-hmm. definitely get along with everybody and yeah, just, I think yeah, it's so world. cool to like connect with people and just see what their experiences are and, you know, all that. But. It's been really uh, interesting to find like the community because when I was first doing it and I would say we first got serious about it in 2020 because we had like so much extra time. We were doing things in, in you know, just over the past few years, way spread out. But 2019, we went to the Blair Witch 20th anniversary um, event. And then Shawshank had a 25th anniversary event. Uh, that was amazing. Oh, um, so Frank Darabont was there and like a bunch oh, of the actors that are like on the side. <laughs> yeah. I only I only knew about that because I was in a Facebook group for a podcast and someone posted a picture of the billboard. And he was like, oh, I saw 
this podcast had done an episode on Shawshank and he was like, I'm seeing unspooled episodes in the wild, you know, just random things. And, and I was like, Whoa, that's coming up in a month. And so I took off work and I was like, yeah. we got to go to that. That's so cool. Um, they don't market those things very good. They need to like oh. really get it out there. They really um, Well, I guess they're on a billboard, but you know, put it on a billboard. Far away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, have you heard of um, Meyer's house? The onset cinema? Yeah. Yeah. Don't I've done a couple of days. Have you been to any of his events or? Yeah, I went to um, two last year. We did. I know what you did last summer at the uh, department store. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. we did the conjuring in the backyard of the conjuring house, which was insane. Like one of the best screenings I've ever been to. Oh, I wanted to. I couldn't go to that. And I was so bummed. Oh, my God. It was I, was, amazing. I mean, I'm a huge horror guy. So like that was. Oh, but mm-hmm. I'm doing the uh, the shining one in October in Portland. Oh, really? Yeah, we were thinking about that one. We couldn't make that big of a trip. We're doing the Dark Knight in August. Wait, I'm going the, too. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Dude, we got to meet up. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We can, dude, we can, uh, you should be like in the video. I'm going to try to do as comprehensive of a Dark Knight video as possible. Okay. Um, it's going to be really hard. Um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun though. I feel like that's like the fun of it. And like you were saying earlier, yeah. and, no, I would love to even, yeah, it's like just be with you. Like, that'd be awesome. I would love to just like kind of hang out. In Chicago? Here. Yep. Chicago, yeah, all downtown. So it's gonna be like Virginia's gonna have to do like manning the car because when we do downtown stuff, it's like you gotta hit and run. Like you hop out to right. get the shot and then get back in the car. And the videos kind of turn out like a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've seen any of the ones I did in downtown New Orleans, but it's like you don't really have the chance to do any longer because you're walking around like with hundreds of dollars worth of equipment out right. like in the downtown area. It's kind of yeah. sketchy sometimes. Gotta do what you gotta do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Going along with that, then, like, do you have any like trips or locations or movies that you that you've enjoyed the most? Like your favorite that you visited, or yeah, uh, the the ones that have the events are always like the ones that stick with you the most, or at least for me, mm-hmm. um, the Shawshank and the Blair Witch one were amazing. Uh, we met Mike from uh, the guy no out in the corner at the end of the movie, yeah. yeah, and and one of the co-directors, and then like one of the fishermen was there. Sweet. the younger guy and then like the baby that's closing her mom's mouth when she's yeah. talking about the witch they were both there <laughs> she's like she's like going to grad school and stuff oh um there i need to um share with you guys that facebook group it's like a blair witch facebook group yeah I'm that, not a fan, so. this guy um you guys would love this this guy matt blasey he knows like more like the director and the actors have said that he knows more about the production than they do because he's just done so many interviews and research and he put out this book that has like, you know, everything about the filming of Blair Witch. And he holds a fan run um, Blair Witch experience every year. And that was the 20th anniversary thing. It was a little bit different that year because they were doing the screening and in a the theater with props and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see the cameras they shot it with. That was awesome. But um, they do a camp out every year and they'll screen it like when they're camped out in the woods where they filmed it, which is awesome. Uh, nightmare fuel but <laughs> i was gonna say uh have you have you been to the crystal lake one no but that that's high on my list to do i keep getting just, emails uh, saying my tickets and of course it's the yeah. weekend i can't go and i'm like oh that's like one of my dreams because joe you can't get into the campsite really until unless you get like yeah pretty it used to, i don't know i guess they're selling them like limited now it used to be a lottery and yeah, i yeah. won right when the pandemic started and i was like <laughs> what the heck like do i get do I get comp tickets or anything? And they're right. just like, oh, there's a pandemic, so <laughs> we don't know anything. So. Yeah, that's one of my yeah. dreams for sure. But I think that's like, 
another thing like that we really want to like strive for is like the whole private property kind of blocked off, you know, unaccessible mm-hmm. locations. Cause I feel like that was something that when I started doing this, you know, you would go like, for example, when we were in Portland, we went to Astoria to the Goonies locations and like mm-hmm. you know, some of the houses had like, they obviously they're aware that they were in the movie and they didn't want to be involved. You know, they didn't want to deal with people. So I know like it can, and there's been a lot of, you know, the Breaking Bad house. I know they've had a lot of issues with that. And the uh, pizza and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I think that's something like, I don't know. I just, cause some people like don't really, I feel like respect it as much and it could ruin it for yeah. people like us or in the community. So that's yeah, I, I almost wonder, I almost wonder if along those lines, I mean, obviously with private property, it's tough, but like, yeah. kind of like what you said, like events are almost kind of, more fun and that's probably a more engaging like community thing anyway but like i wonder if if you like reached out to people like like the McAllister house like i mean you can you can mm-hmm. at least let people like opt in if it's like hey we wanted to run a tour like one day but otherwise people wouldn't bug you or like i don't know if people would go for that or not but yeah i know so they they probably wouldn't but some some I know what because the conjuring house is private property and right. he just got Kenny from onset just got to know the guy and and he you know let him have the screening I think they're doing they'll probably do that one again they also filmed I know what you did last summer there and a couple other things but um yeah I, it's becoming more of a trend now to buy these locations and set them up as fan experiences like the yeah. I know you guys have seen the Buffalo Bill house yeah. um we're waiting for that to open, you know. Dude, <laughs> no way, man. Um, the uh, the Christmas Story house, you know, stuff like that is amazing. And I think the uh, when, when you went to the Scream house, was it an Airbnb at the time? I know it's back to being somebody's house. Yeah, I think it. I don't know if it was at the time. I remember yeah. we took a picture out front, but we didn't get to. Like I think it was yeah, yeah. house at the time. I have very specific uh, like trespassing ethics for my yeah. stuff that I do. Like if it's somebody's house that they live in like that's their house and i'm not gonna like i'll take a picture in front of it from the street because that's legal but i'm not gonna go in their yard and stuff or on their porch or something like i totally get the fence in front of the home alone house and everything but if it's something like the fugitive train wreck and it's just like they don't want people trespassing because they don't want to be liable for injuries and stuff like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go hop the fence and go down to the train yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's I, I again that's, that, that's gonna be like a we're trying to have that as like a filter on the app on the website like you can yeah like have a property and it'll show up all the ones that are or aren't so i think that i think that's just like important as well to kind of understand because like you don't want to drive you know an hour away and it could just be completely blocked up like i went to the texas chainsaw the 2003 version um i went to mm-hmm. that house i don't know if you've been there or not um yeah it's it's cool it's literally in the middle of nowhere texas um uh, awesome all, almost all of texas <laughs> yeah it's super cool though but there was like a, it's you know it's really really long drive away and there's like a you know a fence there's cameras and no truck and I you know I got a photo in front of it but it's so far away but like it was kind of out there it was like a 45 minute drive and I was like I kind of wish I knew this before I went out there because I mean yeah. obviously it's cool to see still but I know like Stu I think it's Stu's house from Scream I think no I think it's Sydney's house from Scream. I think one of them is like mm-hmm. kind of in the middle, like there's a like a windy driveway and you can't really, I mean, you could access it, but it's literally up to someone's house. And it's like, I don't know, there's a fine line, like you were saying, so. Yeah, I had one of those, uh, actually this weekend, we, we hit Cincinnati again to do videos of, to finish up our Rayman video and then do Airborne and the house that his dad lived in in Cincinnati, like in the movie, 
is mm. on a private drive it's all the way at the end i tried to send a drone over but it was like uh, too many trees and it was losing connection and stuff but it's uh you know that that's a big thing and i think when you see movies like you're asking me about my favorite experiences the ones that i've done or the one that i've done that's my favorite that didn't have an event tied to it is a brother of Arthur. just oh, obsessed with that movie cool. since i was like 10 when it came out um and nobody had hit the locations and there's like no street view around some of those spots so it's like you don't know like the radio station part of it mm-hmm. i had heard that the tower was still there in an old website that i found like on the third page of google search results but who knows if it's still there because that's from like 2007 you know like six seven years after the movie came out so it's like i'm just gonna have to drive the five and a half hours i was like if i can get into if i can get into the scene where they filmed like the stage like it was mm-hmm. like the political mm-hmm. dinner banquet thing where uh the soggy bottom boys sang at the end i was like if i can get in there then the trip will be fully worth it and then i can go out to these other spots to see if they're there right so we got a tour in there it's like an old convent that they do walk through tours of but you have to call them on their they have a really old website and it's hard to find their number <laughs> right right you call right. them and set up the tour and so we went out to the radio station location and the tower was still there. It's like, nobody would have known that because it's out in the middle of nowhere. There's not a lot of movies filmed within that radius. Right. So for people from LA or New York, it's like, it's not worth it just to go down there for that movie. But Jackson, it was all around Jackson. That's like five and a half hours from Nashville. So we were like, you know what? I love this movie enough to make it a winner. Let's go and we'll see if we can find these spots. And we ended up finding other things. Like I walked into the Canton uh canton tourism office in in that square where they filmed the political rally mm-hmm. and i just asked the lady in the front desk i was like do you know where this restaurant scene with john goodman was filmed i'm looking all over for it i can't find it anywhere she goes yeah uh follow me she walked me to the back room and it was that was the room i was like that oh my gosh this is insane that's crazy. that was like there were so many magic moments like that on that particular trip another one was um it's just at the beginning montage with Big Rock Candy Mountain's plan. They just escaped. They go and steal some of these chickens at this old um, mm-hmm. yep. cabin thing. And the cabin is like a historically uh, protected cabin. It was built in the 1800s, but it's also somebody's house. And it's been up there. They have a pool now and everything. But they have a Facebook page for their house for some reason. So I just messaged them and I was like, can I come and just like go in your driveway and take pictures of line and shot up? And they were like, yeah, sure. Also in our driveway is a bunch of the cemetery props when they're eating the gopher. Oh, cool. So we saw like, we were able to match up all the gravestones from the background and line so up that cool. shot. And, um, but nobody would have known that unless they went out there. And I feel like a lot of people who love that movie, they, they can't afford to just go out there on a whim and hope that it's there. So that's where like getting back to what you were saying, I think would be a huge help because you know what you're going to see. Right, and if it's right. constantly updated, you always know, like, okay, this building's not there anymore. Is mm-hmm. it worth it to go? And, you know, not everything is accurate all the time either, so. For sure. I know that's something that we want also to be, is, like, up to date, like you were saying. Like, you know, if it's a restaurant now or, you know, it was a restaurant, you can actually eat there. Or if it's a hotel, mm-hmm. you can stay at, things like that. So, for sure. Yeah. Those are those are also mm-hmm. the best when you can, like, patronize yeah. the establishments. Mm-hmm. Right. We ate at the Rayman. We ate at the Rayman restaurant a couple oh, nights cool. ago. That's awesome. I uh, I was, I was shooting something the other day for my job, and it was a, it was the law office, and it was the 
it was the serious a serious man that that, that oh yeah that that scene where they're in the library i was like shooting an interview in there and the woman was like do you know that they shot a scene in here and i was like what and i like immediately looked it up and like i was i was like oh this is crazy but yeah it's like the same story that you just like you wouldn't know of like you know unless they told you it's super cool yeah there's so many of those like you don't know like you're walking through a former set like, oh, one of my so uh i went to new zealand as a and i studied abroad in 2014 and uh mm-hmm. I, I met like one of my friends she's from like northern new zealand so i went to her state her house and her dad was um for the news he worked for the newspaper in a small town and he he took photos of like when the lord of the rings was being shot so he took me to a bunch uh, of like the unmarked locations where he was like yeah. on set photographer i was like this is so cool like that's amazing it was so cool. yeah see that stuff's got to be documented because i know it's like i don't know like that i've tried to reach out to film offices before Mm-hmm. you know like state film offices to try to find them they're kind of stingy with information because they don't want to disturb like right. residents and stuff like that and then i'm in a like a crew member facebook group but i kind of um i got uh into this group but i don't know if i'm supposed to be in it because i'm not actually like a film crew person right, right, right. so i try not to like ask too much about locations <laughs> but it would be such a great resource to be like hey any location sure. managers work on this movie mm-hmm. I think for me, um, one of my top locations that I wanted to go to is I'm a huge Goosebumps fan, like the show. Mm-hmm. And like, I know it's, it's filmed in Vancouver area. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that show. Yeah. It's like, um, I got my little Goosebumps tattoo. I'm a big fan. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, for like, it's impossible to find. I found one video on YouTube or a couple of videos of some of the locations, but not all of them. And so I literally emailed, I went to IMDb and I emailed all of like the production coordinators or the location people. And one got back to me, um, with like a phone number and I called, but they never answered. So I'm just going to, uh, but that's like one of my, that's goals. a lead. Uh, that's what? That's a lead. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. Somebody knows that's, that's the attitude I always oh. have when I'm searching. It's like, somebody knows. Yeah. It's kind sure. of the same. Like when people get wrapped up in like serial killer cases, like trying to figure out the Zodiac, it's like the same part of your brain. Yeah. Trying to find yeah. the spot. Totally. It's, it's like in, you're an investigator basically. Right. Yeah. Like am I a talent or are used in, completely the wrong way like mm-hmm. i should be solving cases yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you put your brain to use this way <laughs> it's more fun i think let's cruise some just this weekend when we were in cincinnati i wanted to get some drone footage of like the whole city so we went up to this overlook and it was the night after fourth of july so it was just like firework trash all over the park mm-hmm. and there was these two homeless guys walking around and like i have nothing against homeless people like yeah i try to help them when i can but certain ones can be kind of sketchy. And right. this guy, I didn't even notice until he walked past again because he kept going past where we were, had a rifle hanging off his back. And okay. Virginia was like, he has a gun on his back. And I was like, okay. I was getting my drone out. I was in the driver's door. I was like leaning on the seat, put my drone together. And she was like, he's got a gun on his back. I didn't look at him. I was like, okay, he's probably got a pistol like in his pants or something. I got in the car, we drive by, he's got a rifle strapped to his back. <laughs> like, Jesus. Oh <laughs> Not a location, but, you know, you think scenic overlook, I'm going to be good. Cincinnati, especially. Yeah, I mean, Cincinnati. That's bizarre. There's parts of it, but, you know, generally a pretty crazy city. Well, that's good to know if I ever go there. The gorge from uh, Deliverance. You can hike down to it. You have to get a pass in the morning. They usually sell out, but it's closed right now. But when it opens back up, it's a, you know, it's a more difficult hike. So it'd be right. nice to know, like, what, and if you're doing like the fugitive train wreck, just be prepared, be prepared to get covered in ticks 
And like for that one specifically, yeah. I would route like how what's the best way to get down to it. And if I made a video on that, which I will eventually, but mm-hmm. um, you know, just that kind of instruction guide for the tough ones of how to get to it. When we did Looper, there were so many. We we did one shot, uh, and it's like uh, I try not to spoil Looper because there's so many different things in that movie. Yeah. But there's a it's not a spoiler. It's just a general thing that happens in the movie. But a guy kills a kid, and one of the sites was like the former um, what were they called? It's like the most dangerous projects from like the early 90s to the early 2000s. Calliope. It looks like Calliope, but it's not the Calliope project. And we just like got out of the car and filmed it. Didn't even know, like nothing happened to us there, but looking it up later, I was like, what did I do? Um, And then there was like, I knew this one was going to be not great, but we went to an abandoned electrical facility that used to power all of New Orleans and it closed down in the seventies. And it's now like a lot of urbex guys will go there and explore it, but it's mostly like where the more grizzly homeless people go to live and stuff. And I like passed a couple that had, I don't even know if they knew I was there. Like when I walked right past them, but um, that was really sketchy and you have to go to the back side of it. It's a huge factory or uh, a plant, I guess. Right. You have to run all the way to the back side of it. And you're like, okay, my wife's in the car. I'm over here. Like, why am I putting myself in this situation? Oh my gosh. That's, yeah, that's good. It would be good to have those warnings because yeah. sometimes it's just not worth it. Yeah. 100% for sure. Like, it's cool to get an abandoned location, but I'll just send a drone over next time. Right, right. Yeah. We got really lucky uh, going back to our brother where I thought because that lake where they get baptized is. Like we just drove up to one spot at that lake and it just happened (laughs) that we could match the trees up and everything. But if we hadn't done that, you know, we could have been at some other lake because, oh yeah, that's another thing. If you search up Alligator Lake, that's where they filmed it. Alligator Lake in Mississippi. There's another Alligator Lake in Mississippi and that one comes up first on Google. So it would be really easy to just drive out to this lake and you're in the wrong spot. Wow. But But you're thinking like, oh, there's no way I can match up a lake and some trees. This is, you know, but it's still the spot. Right. You know. I think it should be accurate, like the pop culture history and stuff, because it's going to be in a hundred years from now, the, the street view that we're going to be able to go back and look at, it's going to be really easy. But today it's like, we have back to, you know, 2007, if you're lucky and that's all grainy. And- right. Right. But like, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Like, you know, I'm trying to name an example, like one of the locations, like it would just be cool to like, like the McAllister house, like it would be, I just like, it's cool to see everyone's photos from it. I just think it's kind of fun how people, how each people like, I don't know what they do for, I mean, I know a lot of them are the yeah. same, but I, I kind of like to see different people's perspective on it. Yeah. And it's, and again, it's so good to have that update. Like, mm-hmm. of course right. you're going to see a new one for a humble you'll see a new one every like hour. When we were there, right. we saw like 10 people. For sure. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, having the updates is, is, is key. I think because you see somebody did a location like say in 15 years, somebody wants to visit the the radio tower from my brother where I thought I've heard that was taken down. So I don't know if it is or not, but I need an update. So right. cool. somebody in somebody living in Mississippi might see that and be like, oh, I'm gonna go hit the spots. Gotcha. Right. Well, cool. Thanks. I'm glad we got to do this. I feel like it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is this was fun. I I always see you guys. It's it's good to like talk to you face to face. Hopefully we'll get to meet in person soon. I know. I can't wait. That'll be fun.
Yeah. Cool. Um, sweet. Well, well, I mean, we'll be in touch and uh, yeah, that means good. All thanks right. for having me. Cool, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. We'll, talk, we'll talk, right. soon. talk to you later. Bye. See ya.